Uh, but joining us right now is somebody who's uh, been uh, swept up in the middle of uh, uh, a bit of a controversy uh, over uh, masking and uh, whether or not uh, somebody should be able to take a mask off with if they're indoors. Uh, uh, Alderman Chuck Redpath with us now on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, and Alderman, I just want to uh, get your reaction first to what happened uh, early uh, Tuesday in the city council meeting before it actually started between you and uh, Illinois Times reporter Bruce Rustrum. What was going on there? Well, basically, I, I followed my protocol that I've been using for the last couple of weeks, two or three weeks. I, you know, I wear my mask uh Greg, everywhere I go, I go, and when I get, I wear it into the city council. But when I get to my workstation at uh, at the city council, I take it off because uh, first off, there's no public in there, and there's we got plexiglass, and there's I had there's nobody within 25 feet of me, so I took it off. And uh, when I took it off, uh, as soon as uh, the reporter came in, he started to walk up towards me. I said, "No, stay in the back of the room." Stay back there. Go up on the podium with the uh, reporters and stay up back there. No, I don't have to. I'm a public. I'm I'm a public citizen. I said, Look, I'm not wearing a mask. Stay back there. And I kept asking about three or four times. And it got. He's he's screaming back and forth, and and we we had exchange. And then when the mayor came in, I said, Mayor, would you please ask him to stay in the back of the room and do something about this? And frankly, the mayor said, No, I'm not going to do it. Well, that's the you know typical for the mayor he most of the meetings are run amok anyway but you know the bottom line is is that that was the interaction and what they're showing on channel 20 is me raising my hands while that was before the meeting started i was goofing around with one of the staff members and obviously make it look like i'm a crazy man but well maybe i am i don't know you know bottom line is is you're an alderman you're 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 a springfield alderman you voted for uh the mask ordinance right I did not vote for this portion of the mask ordinance. I was gone on a personal family matter uh, the day they voted on the part for public buildings. So expand the expansion vote. of it. You did support yes, the uh, wearing of masks in bars and restaurants. I did. I did. And, you know, hopefully, look, we don't want people to have fines. We don't want people. But the thing is, is that anything we can do to make this city safe is what we're trying to do, Greg. We're not we're not trying to uh, be the uh, COVID police or, or, or anything like that. Uh, although there is a lot of politics being played on the city council right now, uh, back and forth, because, uh, you know, frankly, Alderman Hanauer and I are standing up for business trying to say, look, let's find a safe way to make this happen. And, you know, the, it, the unequal way they're distributing the, the discipline is, is just the way it's really got us irritated. We're talking with Springfield Alderman Chuck Redpath on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Another element of this controversy from Tuesday of you, uh, you know, wearing your mask to your desk and then taking it off when you get there and uh, being called out by a reporter and so on. Uh, have you been issued a $50 citation for uh, not wearing a mask? Nope, I have not. Not yet. I, I don't know if they're going to or not, but, you know, there's four people that were sitting at city council with their mask off, too. Uh, and, you know, the thing is, is that if they're going to issue me one, they're going to have to issue Corporation Council one, Alderman McMinimum one. And uh, one of the staffers came up there and took her off. I don't want that to happen. Look, we're trying to conduct business. If they give me a ticket, they give me a ticket. But, you know, they asked me to produce my uh, medical reasons. I did that. I gave them I gave him uh, my doctor's uh, note from me that says that I have a condition. But basically, all that does is say, you, this is when you should wear it, this is when you shouldn't wear it, and uh, it irritates you when you do it. But, 
you know what, Greg, I'm going to follow the rules. If, if nobody's well, but, but, Alderman, said to me, I, but Alderman, I mean, you know, even in the ordinance, it, uh, it states in there, I don't have the language right in front of me, but it states in there something to the effect of if there's a medical condition, it's not necessary. Uh, and uh, what are, what's, what's the general public supposed to do? You produced your note that city officials said you had to produce. Uh, first off, is it a requirement in the ordinance? Second off, uh, what does that mean for the general public who, who may have the same, similar conditions? Are they going to have to produce their papers, uh, their medical papers? to police look we encourage everybody to wear a mask but here's here's the thing greg uh, uh there's a there's a law called hipaa and hipaa says that we can't ask people what what their medical conditions are we can't and so if the people say i have a medical condition then then they're not going to have to they can't give them a ticket and and that's not what we want what the it's all trying to get these people to be safe that's all we're trying to do well, and we see the the messaging uh, constantly. You know, wear the mask, wash your hands, watch your distance, and uh, you know we we do that around here. We watch our distance, and I wash my and hands. I don't even tell you, I personally have spent thousands of dollars of my own money uh, educating people on safety in this in the city and trying to promote uh, small business. I've, I've I've done it, and so we all want the same thing. It's just there's a terrible communication problem going on. Let's talk about what's going on with Sangamon County. We're talking with uh, Springfield Alderman Chuck Redpath on the W. WMAY morning news feed, and um, one thing that uh, is also happening is just this, uh, you know, you guys are asking questions and Sangamon County officials saying that you guys are misinformed or you're trying to misinform the public or something to that effect. What's going on here with the uh, the communication back and forth and the enforcement of uh, these COVID-19 mitigations on places like, for instance, Motorheads uh, that's been brought up? Uh, we had uh, enforcement against D&J Cafe. Uh, what kinds of questions do you have specifically for county officials, and do you feel that you're getting the necessary information to justify uh, what's happening with enforcement around here? Well, first off, we, we don't know what the protocol is. And, and, and the reason is, is because it changes. And we keep saying that they're moving the goalpost. First, they tell the people you can do outside dining if you get a tent. Then they come out with, you got to put two flaps up, which makes it uh, so they can get ventilation. And then we hear from the Sangamon County uh, Health Administrator that, look, this is all about ventilation. Okay, do we have to have two sides up to do that? And and it doesn't. Uh, you got Finley's who has a, a brick and mortar building. Uh, they're inside the building, but they have windows that fold out, and so that makes it so they have plenty of ventilation. Motorhead spent thousands of dollars to install certain types of windows that open at the bottom, which allows it the uh, uh, ventilation to come through. And, and they open almost three feet. And, they, and my wife and I ate lunch in there last week, and the ventilation is great. He's got a heating system that works. Well, and they, they, and they were eventually they were they were inspected and cited but then that was reversed uh yes. what is that what does that say about how this is being enforced and how the rules seem to kind of be fluid uh, and is that the way that we go about uh, enforcing these types of things or no. should and, we focus and, and instead you know on Ralph problem Hanauer areas we got a zoom meeting today at four o'clock ralph hanauer and i with brian mcfadden and gail o'neill to so we can get some more questions answered about the, the is that going to be public doing. no it's not we're, why not we're trying to, why we're isn't that going to be public I don't know, but we're, we're Why we want it be we want answers. I asked for them to come, and they won't come. So that's all I can tell you. So we're so we're we're going to have a private meeting with them, trying to get uh, our answers. Uh, so we understand, but but what, is, but what is, is that? But all but what does that do for for the businesses out there who are uh, you know they have to lay off their employees, uh, they can't make any living. Uh, <laughs> what does it say that that you guys are going to be having closed door you know question and answers with with county officials? 
Listen, I asked if you'll look, look at Bundy's tape. You'll you'll see. I asked. I want the county officials here so we can ask them questions. We were told that we're not going to get them there, and if we want a meeting, we're going to get the meeting. And so that's that's what that is. It's not in my that ball's not in my court, Greg. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, you've been hearing from the business community uh, all this time. Have you heard, um, you know, for instance, like Motorheads? Uh, has there been an outbreak there that you're aware of uh, or outbreaks at uh, any of the, uh, these other uh, restaurants that you've talked with? Not that, not that I know of, but I know that everybody's handling their situations differently. I know that at, like, uh, the Curve Inn, when they had an outbreak, they shut down for two weeks. Uh, the same thing at uh, Crow's Mill. They had an outbreak. They shut down for two weeks and cleaned up their place, and then they started all over after they, everybody was tested positive. So they are mitigating themselves a little bit. It's not enough uh, for us to uh, open up the restaurants. I did make a recommendation to the mayor that we go back to open up 25%. Greg, if you look at it, these people are cleaning these places. They're cleaning in hospitals. I'm not kidding you. They're out there. They're they're scrubbing down the tables after everybody leaves. They're spraying every day. Uh, I know at Powell, they're they're cleaning. They have they change their tablecloths and napkins at every customer that comes in. I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff our people are doing. They've been told to do this stuff, and they did it. And they've invested a lot of money, and they've invested a lot of money to make that happen as well. Uh, We're talking with Alderman Chuck Redpath on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, and Chris Murphy's got a question. Hey, Chuck, getting back to to Curve In, you know, they they, they have seen some harassment now, too, you know, or or at least some some people trying to mitigate, and after they were said that they were told that the beer garden was okay, now they're saying they have to open up 50% doors. What's the latest on that, and is it possible that they could have the same thing that happened to motorheads happened to them yes there that is possible they they need i know amy's amy's really busted her butt out there to try to make it right but i think that she's went ahead and shut down for a month but i think that she ought to talk to him again because they are going out and doing reinspections that's how motorheads got opened back up and you know what she's got a probably a better venue there than anybody because she's got that covered area outside right. that yeah. as long as she leaves one of the ends open and the rule is now i've uh, when i talked to brian mcfadden he told me that the rule is that it can have three sides down but on the the open end, they have to set within eight feet of the opening, so so the ventilation's going on. So that's that's a change, and that's something that's going to help people like Corner Pub and the Brick House Tavern. Those guys are doing it right. I know that uh, uh, Home Plate's got theirs enclosed, but they have to open up some areas for more ventilation. But we have to adjust this thing so we, we make it work for them, you know. Well, but what we've seen, uh, Alderman, is um, uh, targeting of uh, bars and restaurants um, with with not allowing them to have indoor service. Uh, while retailers, uh, they you know have that going. Are you are you comfortable with the way retailers are being enforced? Uh, no, at this point, uh, absolutely not. I, I go to Lowe's and Menards. I, I I own a farm and I have business. I, I go in there all the time, and there's people walk around without masks on. I know it's getting better though, but there was times it was fifty percent of the people, and they got a thousand people in there. And so, you know, it, it, according to the tracing, and, and one of the ladies said that the, at the county that the tracing it doesn't go, do very well because they're not they're not hitting everybody. But you know, it comes down to that. And and you know, for people to say, yeah, I went to this restaurant, I went to this this thing, and the restaurant's numbers are high. So that's the, that's the frustration, fellas. I, you know, and I'm not giving up. Believe me, you guys know me. I I, I won't run from a fight. I'm going to stick and fight this thing all the way. And I don't care how many shots Bruce Rushton takes at me or anybody else. I'm going to stand up. Alderman Chuck Redpath, greatly appreciate you taking time with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Okay, guys. Thank you very much. Have a great day.